0: Welcome to Abergavenny Baptist Church. Life, faith, together.
1: The Bible reading is from Matthew chapter 18. So Matthew chapter 18 and verses 10 to 14.
0: The parable of the lost sheep. See that you do not look down on one of these little ones. For I tell you that their angels in heaven
1: Always see the face of my Father in heaven. What do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep
0: and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the 99 on the
1: hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, I tell you the truth, he is happier
0: about that one sheep than about the 99 that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should be lost. Now I definitely feel like a rock star. (laughs) So this is a passage of two parts, which I think has three underlying questions. Do we ever feel we are on the societal scrap heap? Are we in a right relationship with God? And do we truly love others as God loves us? Okay, we know what Jesus is like. Not one to beat around the bush in the way he talks. I can just imagine Jesus with his disciples, lying around after having some food. Do you notice how he's so often eating in the New Testament? And likely some Pharisees, some of the get-everything-right-but-superjudgmental religious leaders are there to listen and disapprove of this new rabbi, Jesus. You see, the, relig- the Pharisees were religious leaders who followed all the right rules, but had hard hearts. Jesus directly addresses everyone. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. Jesus gives this big instruction not to look down on the little ones. Now this can mean literal children. But the Bible also continually tells us that we need to have a faith like children. And at this stage of their ministry, Jesus suggests his disciples, his followers, need to become like little children, be humble, and get back to the basics of trusting in the Father. Little one sounds a bit pathetic, doesn't it? But Jesus turns its meaning on its head. Little ones are Jesus' followers. He's saying to the religious leaders, the Pharisees, not to look down on his followers. He's also saying to his disciples, those who are going to later be leaders in the community, he's telling them not to put stumbling blocks in the way of the apparently unimportant, the little ones as followers who are going out into the world, going to be future leaders, they, we, should not look down on the unimpressive, the invisible, those who others avoid. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. Now what is this see the face thing? Well, in the Old Testament, in Isaiah 6, verse 2, it says that Isaiah had a vision of the Lord. I saw the Lord, high and exalted, seated on a throne, and with the Lord were seraphim, angels. They had six wings, and with two wings they covered their faces. So angels with God cover their faces because the presence of God is so awe inspiring so all powerful that even angels cover their faces Jewish tradition of the time believed that nations had their angels synagogues had their angels the rabbis believed that angels would represent their people to God the face of a ruler, was hard to approach. They were busy, important, terrifying. God would be busy, important, terrifying. But hang on a second. Jesus says these little ones, those who are humble, those who have a faith like children, those who perhaps seem like nobodies, They have angels who represent them and see God face to face. God's people are represented to the Father. So children and followers of Jesus have special importance in heaven. They have unrestricted access to God. After this slightly strange start, when everyone's ears are pricked up, as Jesus is turning all of our expectations on their head, saying that little ones have access to God and we shouldn't look down on one another, he now asks, what do you think? In this story, there's a shepherd. Now, we really don't understand how important shepherds are in the Bible or how shepherds really worked. In the ancient world, a shepherd would have a stick, a staff, and the shepherd would guide the flock of sheep. The sheep weren't fenced in, penned in, no. They would follow the shepherd around, knowing that he would take them to grass and take them to water. Do you remember Psalm 23? The Lord is my shepherd. He makes me lie down in green pastures, He leads me beside quiet waters. Now, in the dry, desert like landscape around Galilee, the sheep would trust their shepherd to lead them safely to grass and water. At night, a shepherd would actually lie down across the opening of a cave to protect the sheep. As it says in John 10, I am the gate. He will come in and go out and find pasture. And in Psalm 23, the verse, your rod and staff shall comfort me. The shepherd would literally fight off wolves to protect his sheep. So the shepherd would, sheep would trust their shepherd, follow their shepherd, and the shepherd would lead his sheep and know them well. And in the Bible, shepherds were really important. Moses was a shepherd in Midian. Remember how he led the people out of slavery through the waters of the Red Sea? He was a shepherd when God called him in the burning bush. And he led the people out of slavery in Egypt. David, in the fields, tending to the sheep. Remember how incredible he was with his slingshot striking Goliath? That is skills learned from shepherding his sheep. And he went on to be the greatest king, uniting Israel into a nation. So when Jesus tells this story, everyone listening at the time is going to know exactly what he's talking about. They know shepherds. But even more than that, they would know that the shepherd becomes the image for a king like Moses, like David, but like God himself, like in the psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. They would also know about the prophecy in Ezekiel 34, where it says, for this is what the sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock, when he is with them, so I will look after my sheep. I will rescue them. So Jesus saying all this will have everyone's ears pricked up. What do you think? Now the shepherd in this story has 100 sheep. And if you live in a rural community like this one in the UK, that flock doesn't sound that many. We have farms with many hundreds of sheep. Now again, in the Middle East, the average family would have 5 to 15 animals, and a large herd would be about 30. So this shepherd has a lot of sheep. Everyone listening is going to be thinking the same thing. If you've got that many sheep, you are doing really well. So hire a shepherd to do the smelly work. Lying down with the animals, going out onto the hills? At the very least, hire some less wealthy family member to do the work for you. Shepherding was dangerous work. Heading off into the landscape with only a stick and a slingshot. You would definitely hire someone and live an easy life. But as so often happens, Jesus surprises us. This shepherd knows every single sheep. This shepherd may have lots of sheep following him, but if one goes astray, he goes to find it. Will he not leave the 99 on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? This shepherd notices every single one. He isn't content to sit back and let some hired hand do the work. No. He cares for his flock, even going out searching. Now clearly this parable, this story with a message, is aimed at his listeners and at us. This sheep that's gone astray, I found myself wondering why? Why would a sheep go astray if you know your shepherd will take you to good grass, lead you to water, and guide you well? Perhaps the sheep has lost focus upon the guide. Astray means that the shepherd and the sheep are out of that right, trusting relationship. God is concerned about every single believer and he will go in search of those who've gone astray, meaning they have got out of that right relationship in life or they're heading down a dangerous path. In the context here, on the one hand, the 99 are the Pharisees. Who are looking down their noses at the lost sheep, not as religious, not as good as they are, as sorted as they are. Jesus is saying that God cares more about those who have gone astray, the sinners, the nobodies, the unimportant, the down and out, the lost, than those who are in the ninety nine. And this is a message that God cares more about the lost than those who think they have got their religion down. In complete opposite to the religious leaders who excluded others, God goes out looking. On the other hand, we could see the 99 as the disciples who are safe following the shepherd. But God has this completely crazy crazy love for the nobodies that he leaves the 99 safe sheep to go out looking for the one that is lost. Mike and I were talking about this in preparation for this and we saw it as if the sheep are our children, safe in the care of our home. But if one child was unsafe, we would go out looking with absolute recklessness. We would find them. God loves us with this complete abandonment. God comes looking for us. We are worth finding. God is not willing to let us go astray because he loves us. And he wants his faithful believers to be part of the rescue team. We should be like God like the good shepherd, we need to make sure we are in that right relationship, keeping connections with other believers to keep us safe in the flock. And we need to be those disciples, those followers who care about others, about new Christians and those who are going astray the most important thing in our life should be keeping in that right relationship with the shepherd and looking out for those who've gone astray. This is massively challenging. In a world where we are told to look up to the powerful, the obvious, the impressive, the exciting, Jesus says we should look out for the embarrassing, the ones who've gone astray, those who are the ones he cares about. He warns us not to feel all secure and religious, so we look down on others. That we should be utterly ruthless with the way human nature tells us we should screen people out, people who do not fit our cultural standards, to not simply look past. God looks out for them, goes out searching for those lost, and those who have real humble faith will have direct access to God and see him face to face. When I was preparing for this, I was struck by what one writer said. Isn't it odd that so often we look away from people who are embarrassing or unimpressive, the drunk person on the street corner, the embarrassing person at school, and as we look away We are doing a strange mockery of exactly the opposite of what God, the Good Shepherd, does. He looks out for us and for every person who's gone astray. He does not turn his face away. We don't want to know about them, yet God lets them closer than most angels. If we have gone astray, we can come back. If we know we have wandered off, we can come back. God is looking for us. Perhaps we realize we are that sheep. Perhaps we've been led astray, or perhaps we're out of that right relationship with the shepherd. Perhaps this is the week to allow ourselves to trust the shepherd again. Because even the shepherd with so many sheep comes out looking for the one. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. He is not willing to let you go. And he comes out looking for us, for you, for me. We can trust him. He didn't fob us off with some hired hand. He came himself. Do we look down on the outsider? Those who don't fit our cultural standards in our schools, our workplaces, in our families, in our communities. Do we look down on the humble? then God is saying we need to realize that humble, that little one, has access, direct access to the Father in heaven. We should be like the shepherd. How do we relate to one another? Do we gravitate to those who we already know? Those who are like us? Perhaps those we find easy to spend time with. And in doing that, are we ignoring others? Are we aware of the little ones? Because God leaves the 99 to look for the one. Or perhaps we are that lost sheep that's gone astray, that we know we are out of that right relationship. We are misunderstood. We feel unloved. We are out of God's presence. Perhaps we feel we are on the societal scrap heap, Our faith is struggling. We are nobodies. Jesus said, we have special importance in heaven. God is that crazy shepherd who comes out looking for us. We are worthy of love. He tells us we are worthy of acceptance. We are all lost. God cares enormously He loves us intensely. He knows us intimately. He knows exactly who we are, and he's looking for us to bring us back into his flock, his presence. Who am I that the highest king would welcome me? I was lost but he brought me in oh his love for me who the sun sets free oh is free indeed i'm a child of god yes i am
1: great well let's let's pray as the as the music team gets comes up we got to be singing the final hymn very appropriately, The Lord's My Shepherd. But as, as we prepare to do that, let's, let's, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we, um, we confess that so often without even knowing. We do, we do look down on the outsider, uh, Father, we, we do it so quickly. It comes so natural to us. So Father, we pray that you would forgive us Father, sometimes it's just a case that we don't even see that lost sheep. It's just out of our peripheral vision. We are just too busy, too preoccupied. Father, won't you forgive us? Father, won't you help us to have your heart and your love, to look out for those who don't fit in, those who are excluded? those who others look down on those who others find awkward and difficult to get along with father for that we need your help and then father so often we feel like that lost sheep we feel we don't fit in we don't belong sometimes we feel that we're not worthy of love and acceptance father Help us to realize that you are that crazy shepherd that leaves the 99 because you love us. You love me. That I am worthy of love and acceptance simply because you love me. You love me because you love me because you love me. Father, help us to receive your love afresh this morning. Help us to know that That you care for us enormously, you know us intimately, and you love us intensely, and that you come looking for us and you bring us back. And so we worship you, the Good Shepherd, for you are our Shepherd. Amen.
0: For more information, please visit our website at abogavenibaptist.co.uk